Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Das Vidanya. This is Russell Latham, and with me is Aaron Newarth. Hello. We're back after after a a, wee, a little bit longer hiatus than we thought. We're we're kind of like on this every two week train, and uh, stuff got in the way, and and we uh, we ended up doing a third, which works out because there's two episodes left. So we'll probably take a break next week, and then come back for the finale uh, and talk about. Uh, the last two episodes, and I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about how it wraps up as a whole. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I, I feel so. Jim is so. Unfortunately, Jim is out tonight. He's having some technical issues, and since we've already uh, been on a three week break, we thought we'd push forward. Yeah, makes sense to kind of instead of trying to remember all of these episodes and get into the various things we liked, we might as well just get some you know get some stuff done here for the. The dedicated listeners to Dos Vidanya, just right. sense. That's right. <laughs> so we got three episodes. We have Rafifi, we have Harvest, and we have The Summit. You can almost say we have two, because Rafifi and Harvest are, like, the closest we've gotten to, like, a cliffhanger ending to a part two, given how, like, where yeah. things go with that. So, but, yeah. but, yeah, there's three episodes, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, Rafifi and Harvest... It was important that we couldn't do last week because, yeah, like those two go hand in hand and they're really excited. All these are exciting episodes, but those two are like Rafifi ends and you're like, oh, my God, I need to see exactly what happens right next. And then it does. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. And then the, and the summit was like an extra sized episode. I guess it was the hour and 20 minutes or. Yeah. <clears throat> with commercials an hour and 20 minutes. But yeah. So probably like a I, 70 minute episode or something. Yeah. I, I got really I was real I, I I saw like the episode titles in advance and I saw Rafifi in there and Rafifi's one of my favorite movies. Um, it's a it's a French noir um, directed by Jules Dass and and it's it's such a great it's a great heist movie um, and it has like this this amazing sequence in the middle where they actually do the heist and it's thirty minutes where there's like no dialogue. Um, but it's just, it's a terrific movie all the way around. And so like seeing that one of these episodes was titled Rufifi, I was like, what's this going to be? I cannot <laughs> wait to see this episode. Yeah. And it's like a noir heavy episode too. Like they have Rafifi, they, they, the, the name Harvest, I mean, just makes me think of Red Harvest, um, famous, uh, pulp noir novel. Uh, and let's see what other things come up in here that I like took notes of. It was just like, there's a lot of things I really like as far as being a film fan, in addition to already liking this show a lot. So good on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Rafifi is one of those movies where I keep going. I need to watch that someday. I need to watch that someday. And so now that it's kind of popped up in this episode, I'm like, I really need to go back and watch that. It's it's a, it's a great one. It's got a it's got a great uh, Criterion Blu-ray too. Oh, nice. There. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still waiting for Criterion to announce their 4K uh, because if if they put the treatment on the the 4Ks like they do the Blu-rays, that would be pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, Rafifi. I guess we'll get into this first episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we get introduced to a new Mark in uh, in Jackson, uh, Jackson Barber this week. Who, yeah, who film wore- fan Jackson Barber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the man with two last names. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's he's an aide to Senator uh, is it Sam Nunn, right? Isn't that who he's? Uh, yes. I think it yes. was, I think it's Sam Nunn that, that they said. Um, so she's kind of working that angle because things, things with, uh, Has- Haskard are kind of, in a, in, in a weird, Haskard and his wife are kind of in this weird phase where she's starting to go downhill pretty quickly. Um, and, and after their last, after her last failed attempt 
to try and get him get use her to get to spy on um on uh, uh on on Haskert it didn't it didn't go so well and so it it just seems like they're using this as like another angle to try and um find out what's going on with with the meetings you know because this is all leading leading up to the summit and um it's it's funny because like the like, there was a whole discussion with Paige about her like finding a you know like a young guy who's an intern at the State Department and like possibly you know and she does end up sleeping with him but like using him as a mark as well and then here goes Elizabeth who's like and Elizabeth like basically shuns her for this um, yeah and then here Elizabeth is doing the exact same thing um, yeah t- taking on this guy um, and, and making it work to her advantage best she can. And then we get we get some really cool spy stuff with uh, with Oleg and uh, and Philip, where he's using the coded message, and uh, you know they're they're passing the the coded message using the yeah the, they're using dead drops yeah and then yeah we see like the very involved process for him to take out the yeah the like the the yeah, the cipher yes and like an exact page in one of his journals, and there's like this liquid he has to put together, and it's like it just it's like I like all these details. It just looks so like it's to him and just the expressions he's giving. It's so like tedious, uh, but, but it's still like effectively done as far as like, this is cool 80 spy craft that we're watching. Yeah. Yeah. And of course the, the main kind of purpose of this episode too, is Henry comes home for Thanksgiving. And so we get a little less page this episode and a lot more Henry this episode, probably more. We've, we probably got more Henry in this episode than maybe like if you add up all the Henry that we got in seasons one through five, this is maybe like half the Henry we got. Um, oh, yeah. I, in my notes, I wrote, this is a Henry episode. Right here. <laughs> like, we Hold on, though. We skipped over one huge thing that I loved. Um, it's right at the beginning. The return of Mail Robot. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Mail Robot. If this is the last time we see it, which is very likely, given that there's only two episodes left, although I pray that's not the case, <laughs> Mail Robot gets a fantastic moment, like when Stan and um and Adderholt yeah, they're yeah, in Dennis. they're in the elevator, and then like they're about to close the door, and then Mail Robot like shoves its way in, yes. and they, got, they have this great expression on their face where they're just kind of like moving themselves aside to make room for the Mail Robot as it like snarkily travels downstairs. <laughs> and was it me, or was the fact that they were both super quiet when that robot came in to me just like I don't trust this damn thing because oh, for sure. at one point yeah. it was spying on us. Um, exactly. No, yeah, they have bad memories associated with Mail Robot and with, you know, poor Martha and yes, all that, yes. too. Yeah. But it was just funny to see them both just, like, standing there, you know. And then what, Stan gives another crack about what's going on and Dennis looks at him and goes, are you done? <laughs> like, are you, yeah. you finished? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, yes, I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, neither one of them really said anything of importance while the male robot was in the elevator, <laughs> which I thought was a great callback. Yeah. Um, the, um, the male robot has its own Twitter feed and it was lighting up a storm that night. It was, it was, <laughs> the, the gifts were there like instantly from male robots. Nice. Nice. Um, but, uh, Philip is able to kind of tell Henry and give him a little more info, like on the business, like things aren't going well. Yeah. You know, it doesn't look like you're going to be able to go back. You know, Henry's making a big deal about, you know, how you know, he's one more year, he's going to graduate. And, and Philip's like, yeah, it's not looking so good. Like you're going to go back and, you know, he's, you know, got to make some cuts at, you know, the, the, the expansion costs too much money. And, and Henry tries to say, Hey, look, I've got this friend at school. His dad is into this and, you know, you might be able to set a meeting up. And Philip took it as, 
uh, almost like a like a was like offended by it. You know, like yeah. I don't need my word, my kid. He used the word. He used the word failure, and that set yeah. him off. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's an unfortunate scenario, and yeah, there. But there, Henry is. It's like, well, we could we could try to make this work, and Philip's like, oh, which is so like. And we've talked about this, how just like these two apart, Philip and Elizabeth apart, like it's been so challenging for them. And so, yeah, like him, this is him at his worst as far as like how to handle the business, let alone his, you know, dealing with his own family at this point. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's sad. It, it leads to like, there's a seat where they're, they're, they're like at the race car thing, right? Yes. The slot and, cars. Uh, yeah. The slot cars. And like, like, you know, the networks have been especially FX have been way more lenient about, you know, putting the F word out there and just hearing Philip exclaim, you know, fuck at the top of his lungs. Yeah. It's like, it's so jarring to hear <laughs> when he was getting more and more frustrated, like everybody else yeah. is going around the track and Philip is constantly wiping out. Like he keeps just flooring the button, his car's flying off the track and then the mm-hmm. dude puts it back and then he does it again. And yeah, it was just like, this was like the fifth time that had happened. And he just, he just yells that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, I got, you know, I got it. And Henry's just like, it's just, you know, again, it kind of goes back to to the fact that they're a family that kind of, you know, has geared themselves towards not drawing attention to themselves. And here we mm-hmm. see Philip, you know, burst out like this that draws everyone's attention uh, to him. Uh, which, uh, yeah, yeah, again, kind of further further shows that things are things are not going well. Um Speaking of things not going well, you've brought up poor Stavos I in did. the past few weeks, and here he is getting fired this week from his job. <laughs> I feel I feel vindicated and uh, and sad that uh, poor Stavos got the got the boot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was really sad because he just he's and you could tell how uncomfortable Philip is, and we'll, we'll get to that when we get to yeah, to the summit how that comes around yeah. again. <clears throat> but this has kind of been foreshadowed for a while that that poor Stavos is not going to make it. Yeah, him and and uh, a few other like originals who are apparently just not pulling their weight in the same way that the rest yeah. the rest of the team is. Yeah. So, which you know, like any job, people you know get complacent and you know they get used to the routine. They get the young the young go getters in and uh, yeah, just un- unfortunately for for poor Stavos, it it didn't work out so well. Um, but all this is going on too, and and we get the whole you know the the Americans have found this this illegal. That I like I like that they. It's funny they call them you know the, these uh, these Russians that are in here. They call them illegals, um, and they're able to gain all this information off of them, like how they buy cars, how they're uh, you know how they move around, how they you know just all these like logistical things. Um, you know they they get they get. Uh, Put on, you know, the, the, they get they go on the priest angle with it, um, and so they they all start kind of looking at all these different things that are that are going on, and and again, it kind of start, you know, final season. So they start to bring up all these things that have happened, you know, over the past five episodes or five seasons that have uh, that you know that that you know cases that they're working on and people that have eluded them and things that uh, you know crazy circumstances. Um, and so Stan is, Stan is on the car thing. Like the, they make a point of him going through and, uh, well, I guess get a little hunter. Dennis basically convinced him to come back because yeah. he told him about Harvest and said, look, you were doing this back when we had nothing. Like when we were chasing ghosts and, you know, whispers of leads and, and doing all this stuff. And now we have like real hard evidence. Like we have a guy and this guy is giving us all this evidence and you, you belong to be back here when it all comes crumbling down because you were 
leading the charge, you know, back when. And uh, he's and this all and this the the reason they have this is because of Elizabeth sloppiness, essentially, right? Like that's kind of how they got this boon of a lead where they can suddenly have a lot more than they had to work with, and now they put their you know basically the best man on the case back on the job. It is, uh, (laughs) I mean, as these next few episodes we're going to detail, like. Things are taking a turn as far as the potential endings for this series. Yes. Um, So, yeah, so that's interesting to see how they're doing it. And so, meanwhile, um, Claudia tells tells Elizabeth, hey, we have one of our operatives. He's in trouble. You need to go get him out. And basically – This is on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right in the middle of Thanksgiving. Um, And so they – obviously, they make a cover story for you because they're all supposed to go over to stands to have Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, they have to, again, they make, you know, up a story about them going to Houston instead of Chicago, funny enough. Um, mm-hmm. my, my two hometowns <laughs> both yeah. get the story. Um, you know, and that Elizabeth has to go because the business doesn't do well and there's this one big client and they can't afford to let him go. So, I mean, again, the story seems plausible and, and they obviously don't want to allude to the fact that they're going, uh, where they're, where they're really going. I, I, I mean, you say it seems plausible. I have no idea how travel agencies, little travel agencies in the '80s, worked. So I'm thinking, like, does that do like the people, the the did the actual agents actually travel to like make things work for their clients? Sometimes, like, it's. I mean, presumably that's a thing if they've been using that as a cover for the past, like, you know, several years. I'm just yeah. curious. It's like that's pretty. That's a lot. Which I mean, even Stan and. You know, everyone pretty much kind of, it's like, that seems a little odd, like, but still. Yeah, it's funny. So <clears throat> there was a company I worked for for a while that we used a travel agent to book all our travel in the 90s. And mm-hmm. um, so, you know, about six or seven years after when this story takes place. Um, <clears throat> and then I did a bunch of freelance work for them a few years after that. Uh, you know, and it was kind of well into the Internet age, but but maybe, you know, like early 2000s era. And, you know, I got, I did quite a bit of work, you know, computer and IT kind of work over there and got to know them pretty well. And yeah, I never heard of them like going to meet a client or, or travel to meet a client. But I, I guess in, <clears throat> I, I guess it may seem plausible that, you know, if, if you had a client that was based out of a certain city, uh, you know, you might need to go meet them face to face to, uh, you know, to calm them down and to reassure them and, and set things straight. Uh, I, sure. I guess yeah, okay. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, as far you know, it, 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 in the context of the story, I guess it made sense because the, you know, the whole business is struggling and, you know, they have to, you know, leave no stone unturned as far as, you know, what they would go through to, to make sure they keep, you know, what clients they have. So, but, but you could tell Stan's like still getting kind of suspicious just a little bit. Um, and then things are, <clears throat> so, you know, we, we get to, well, oh, two things with, with Elizabeth and, and Henry. So there's that one scene where the, before she leaves and she's outside smoking and Henry comes out and Henry asks her for a cigarette and she's, she's willing to give him one. And Henry's uh-huh. like, what are you crazy? Like, what are you trying to kill me? Uh, it, and again, it just kind of shows like their relationship is not the same as Phillips. Like, you know, she's treating him almost like a, like a friend and not a, not a son, right? Like, like she's not being a parent, you know? Um, yeah, it's it's this kind of like not an unfamiliarity, but I mean, it's certainly like she, her bond is with Paige, where yeah. you know Philip is 
Philip's kind of with both, but obviously Philip has more of a connection than Elizabeth does to, to Henry. Yeah. And then when Elizabeth gets to Chicago, she calls Henry and she calls to talk to Henry. She doesn't call to call to talk to Philip. She calls to talk to Henry. And he's like, like very confused, uh, because I think he even makes a point of saying, like, you know, mom, he tells Philip, you know, mom called to talk to me. Like she never, like, I think I've talked, what did he say? He talked to her two or three times, you know, the whole year he's been away at yeah. school or something. Yeah. Um, the whole like few years yeah. that he's been away at school. Yeah. Yeah. So you could tell that the two of them, you know, they just don't have that closeness like a him and Philip do or like her and Paige do for obvious, but, obvious reasons. But he, even with that in mind, though, I mean, it, it, beyond the kind of inherent sadness of the fact that they don't communicate very often, it's it's telling that she does call it because it, cause it speaks to where Elizabeth's at. Because her, based off the mission she's on or whatnot, she's presuming that this could be the last time she gets to talk to her family in some way. Yeah. And it, it's just it's so it's it's very sad <laughs> to, like, hear her trying to kind of make some kind of conversation out of nothing just for the sake of hearing her child speak before she goes on this possibly deadly mission the next day or like in a couple of days or whatever. So I wonder if this is going to come back to haunt her, because if 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 Stan is getting suspicious if he starts pulling phone records and stuff and sees there was a call made from a phone booth in Chicago to to the to the Jennings house while everybody was supposed to be in Houston and they knew they had this thing go south in Chicago like yeah as as opposed to other shows this one doesn't forget a lot of little be, you know minute details yeah. like that so I would be surprised if that's maybe a factor that comes back into play yeah I mean, if we're pulling up, like, random dudes from the first season that I can barely remember, then, um, yes, yeah. this, uh, this this more recent event that I can very clearly remember might uh, play, play a role. Yeah. But the episode ends with, you know, Elizabeth calling Philip and, you know, them talking about her difficulty in her the job she has to do and she might not be able to save the client and all this other kind of stuff. And because uh, she even talks to her partner. I forget. I forget. Um, Marilyn. Marilyn. And says, you know, like, yeah, th- there's no way we're going to get out of this. Like, the, ba- basically, it's like a suicide mission. Like, they yeah, have like to. The, the, the mechanics of the mission they've played out, like, it doesn't work with two of them. Right. Right. And But they have to do it because they cannot let this guy, like, they, they can't let him fall into the hands. You know, they can't let him divulge any more information. So they have to get him yeah. out. Um, and so, so again, she kind of calls Philip. And Philip is like, I'll be, I'm on my way. And. Like you said, that's kind of where we let, we leave that episode, which is a great cliffhanger. Cause it's, again, these two have been at odds with each other and they've, they've, they've not been on the same page. They've, you know, they just kind of lived complete, two completely separate lives now. And for Philip to, to understand where she's at and what's going on and for Elizabeth to know that she can't do it, you know, it's like they need the, the band needs to get back together in order to pull this off. Mm-hmm. And, and Philip, to his credit, you know, this is a, this is a fellow countryman. This is somebody that could easily have been him or Elizabeth for that matter. Um, and I think he feels like that loyalty to, if, if not, you know, if not his country, but to the job and to the people, right? Like it, you know, he, he feels, I feel that's, that's his motivation and, and, and to help Elizabeth. I, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, he, he wants to make sure she, she comes home, but yeah, yeah. Um, so then we get to to harvest, which wait wait, wait. I want to point out real quick yeah. like the, the the Thanksgiving oh yes stuff. yes sorry yes. Um, <laughs> it's pretty quick but I, I like that Stan's speech 
is not only like you know great that friends and family are here, but also like he throws in some like Reagan Reagan theme propaganda yes. into the speech. <laughs> yes, this whole like you know thankful for you know the, you know our way of life and those that would you know wish wish to see us mm-hmm. harm and it's like super un- and you could tell like Paige is like squirming in her chair um, and Philip is just kind of like okay um, and even even Dennis is just like. Wow. Okay, this is, he's going a little far with this this one, but but sure. And it's funny because Henry's like all into it. Like Henry's like, hell yeah, man. Yeah, he's like why not? Yeah, there's my my second father's talking some cool stuff here. Why not? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to make sure we put because that was a yes. funny bit. <laughs> so it's like where his state of mind is amidst all these people around him. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed kind of corny, uh, but oh, that, that's Stan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But it works in the given what everybody else's state of mind is around the table. That's what makes it so cool. Is here he's giving this corny rah rah speech, and you know what all these other people are going through and what they think. And so it's just it's kind of interesting to to kind of imagine what their internal reactions are to stand going off like mm-hmm. this. Uh, so harvest. This was a brutal episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it was one of the series best I think overall. I mean, I just like the the pure spy stuff that went on in this episode, you know, the misdirection, the having uh, you know, hiring other people to come in and, you know, put them in trucks and cars and kind of arrange this like almost heist movie style uh, sequence to to get their operative out. Yeah, it's a as far as like seeing the American, you know, the the Jennings in action. Yeah, uh, this is, this is a great example of like how how good they are, how good they can be, even though it's kind of a mess. I mean, it's a, it's like it's a failure. Oh, sure, but as far as seeing the build, as far as like sequences of suspense and spy action and what have you, it's incredibly well done. I mean, the show has always had a great handle on delivering on the action forefront. It's not an action show, but when it needs to go there, it knows how to do it, and it generally does it very minimalist like it's not a it's not about like giant car chases and yeah. huge gun shootouts it's a lot more focused and you know authentic um, but there's also like almost no dialogue every time we do this kind of stuff and this is an extended series of scenes that happen that you know have very little of people talking to each other it's more about people doing the job that they know they're supposed to do and it's just really effective that yeah. way and, and of course it starts off with with philip having to go over to stands and say hey and tell Henry that he's got to leave. He's got to go be with Elizabeth. You know, she needs help, blah, blah, blah. And the same with Stan. He's got to ask Stan to take to take Henry back to, you know, back to the, um, uh, I guess, the airport, I would assume, the, to, to go fly back to school. Yeah. Um, you know, even though Philip wanted to take him. And uh, it, it uh, and Henry at this point is just like, he's almost like numb to it. He's like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, they're always... You know, for, I mean, his whole life, his parents have been running off at the drop of a hat and at the, you know, at the ring of the phone. So he, I, I think for Henry, he pretty much expects it. Like he doesn't even, he, yeah, he does, but it's, it's so sad. Yeah. Like just watching him like w- walk over to the house, tell Stan what's up. Stan has the look where he's like, Oh my God, dude. Like really? This has to happen now. Yeah. And he just, and then the way Stan just kind of stands in the background as he's do, as Phil's, you know, talking to him, it, it's a real like, it's a, yeah. if this was it's like emasculating. a, you know, it is. It, it it totally is. And if this was like a like a I don't know like a network TV melodrama, it, it would 
it's like the best way to do it as far as yeah. showing exactly what the emotions are, what these relationships are and what have you within like the matter of a couple of minutes. Like it does a great job of making this look as pathetic as possible as far as this man that's not, you know, not stepping up as far as making his son feel good during this time of year. Um, again, but still, ha- but despite the fact that there's this whole other thing going on where it's like, well, I'm doing this because I have to protect the family, yeah. essentially. And then you have, you know, in the middle of it, Henry is trying to motion Stan over because I think they want to watch some some manner of police academy movie. I'm not sure which one they're uh, they're wanting to watch, but I heard there was there was definitely some trailer for police academy that was playing in the background. Um, mm-hmm. And then Phil- and then Stan's like, oh yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Like he's wanting Philip to finish what he has to say. Um, but then we get that great exchange between Philip and Stan outside. Like, he's like, are you involved in something? Like, is there something going on? You know, like, you're leaving in the middle yeah. of the night. You know, there's all this stuff. And then Philip has the great recovery of, well, you know, basically my business is failing and I was too embarrassed to tell you. Which, you know, Stan is like, oh, man, you know, I, I really feel. Which is, it helps that it's true to yes. a point. I mean, obviously there's more going oh, yeah, on, absolutely. but like. It's it, he having this kind of fallback option like, yes. is not about the worst thing. Yes. Uh, so he kind of lets him know. But then we so then when Stan takes Henry back to school or back to the to the airport, he starts asking him some questions and he's and Henry's like, I don't know. They're you know, they they disappear all the time. Like, you know, they get, you know, strange calls and then they're they're leaving and they're always having to you know go deal with clients or there's always work and um you know, and and Stan starts asking about family. He's like, "Well, what about your aunt?" I forget what the what the aunt's name was. That uh, oh, I wrote it down. Uh, where is it? Oh boy, Aunt Helen. Aunt Helen. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, we never met Aunt Helen, actually." And Stan's like, uh, pa- hmm. "Page did. Page, yes, <laughs> yeah, Page did." <laughs> it's like, hmm, uh, that's kind of weird. And yeah, you know, he starts asking, "Oh, well, you know, we had no family. You know, it just it was just us." Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, after a while, you know, Paige was old enough and she pretty much just watched me and, you know, we kind of were latchkey kids. Um, it's pretty perfect how Stan's basically grilling Henry, but, but, but like not in, you know, yes. and not in an overt way. Yeah. He's getting exactly what he wants to get out of this conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. Stan is good at his job when he knows what direction he's facing and he's not thinking with his dick like he was with, with Nina. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, which then Stan, knowing that everybody is gone, um, decides to do a little snooping over at the, the Jennings house, which which was good because it was like the right amount of tension because you just never knew like, you know, is Paige going to come over? Like is somebody going to, you know, is, that, is one of the other neighbors going to, you know, find out what he's doing over there? And then he goes to the fuse box and I was like, oh, man, I wonder oh, if he's going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And of course he doesn't. Uh, but, you know, he starts looking at things, you know, pictures on the wall. And, you know, again, I think that, you know, gets back to, you know, Family, like there's no pictures of anybody's, you know, Philip or, or Elizabeth's parents, no aunts, uncles, you know, cousins, you know, none of that, none of that kind of stuff like uh, around the house. And he just starts kind of peeking and snooping around. Um, it's a great nostalgic scene, too, as far as how like cause Stan is so Stan's used to this kind of thing, even if he is, you know, alert for any kind of people that might arrive at the wrong moment he's so relaxed while he's doing all yes. this he's just kind of walking around hands in his pockets of his trench coat essentially just like just do do but like the way that Phil, the way the, the episode kind of shoots these scenes it's so like yes we're he's noticing things that aren't there like family members or whatnot but like it's neat to see the show kind of call back to itself as far as you know it's been six seasons of this and here we are now looking yes. back at some of the some of these younger pictures of people looking around the house and just how 
you know, still it all is, and we're focusing on the calm before whatever presumable storm is going to come ahead. It's just a, it's a really, I, I, I mean, this whole season's been fantastic, and I think the direction in a lot of these episodes has been really on point as far as how it needs to show you exactly what emotions are going on without, you know, having people spell it out for you in dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, it, 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 I just, I like it when Stan is not played off as, I mean, they never really play Stan as a buffoon, but yeah. Stan, Stan's like, like always down on his luck, right? Like he's, he's the guy that, oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, he, 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 at his core, he's a good guy. Like he's made some stupid mistakes, but he's, he's a good man. Like, and he's a good agent. Um, it's a good patriot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Um, and so it's kind of good. I like the fact that we're starting to see that Stan again. Like he's starting to, to, the wheels are turning and he's starting to try and, you know, figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, because for the most part, everything in his life is solid. He has a he has a a, a loving girlfriend that lives with him. He has Renee. Mm-hmm. His job he got out of the job that was causing him so much stress. But even being back in it, he at least has a lot to work with, and there's no excess baggage as far as who's involved. Oleg, like, and Oleg. Nina but, oh, and, you know, yeah, yeah. The Oleg thing that's more of like a, he happens to be here, so I can use that to my advantage, as opposed to we're both you know covering for each other type right. thing. So it's like everything that needs to go right to have Stan in the perfect state of mind for this is happening for him right now. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, <laughs> Philip and Elizabeth are not in that state of mind. Which no. is why things are not going well. <laughs> no. And so I mean, we alluded to it earlier. You know, they're able to get they're able to concoct the scheme to get Harvest, um, but things don't go well because they get into a shootout. Har- Harvest is hit. Um, Marilyn is shot in the head. Um, yeah. Un- unceremoniously, just like boom. Um, and they're able to get away and and get to, you know, hide in a parking garage. And then so, well, before before they get away, well, as they're getting away, Harvest yes. gets shot. And he's 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 telling Philip like all these he's speaking to Philip in Russian, by the way, yes. which has not happened in the long like philip has not heard people speak to him in their in his language in the longest like elizabeth has right but right this is you know this is all it's it's been a it's not often that philip gets to be like contacted this way in his native tongue yeah. uh but so and he's telling him all these he things like harvest is telling him yeah, you know, like mother uh, to say like yeah say like thanks to his mother but also he tells all he's like tell my dad like fuck him yeah yeah, yeah. he's a piece of shit like I don't, yeah yeah uh, yeah, that was it. He goes all out at that. Yeah, and you know, that, and then he takes like the cyanide pill, right? He yeah. The... But then, he, what does he, he? Doesn't he give Elizabeth some information? He tells her something. He. Yeah, he gives like a lot of information, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, I, so again, uh, I, I wrote it. I, uh, sensor, sensor schematics. Yes. Something about the airbase and like a message. Yeah. Like a, yeah. So. Yeah. So he's able to convey, you know, what he needs. What to, he needs yeah. to, and then you know, which which was awesome too, because it explains like, okay, well, why didn't the dude just take the pill, right? Um, yeah, because he has because he has information. Yeah, 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 and he he assumed or knew that they were they were trying to extract him. So, um, so yeah, that thing goes horribly wrong. Harvest is dead. Marilyn is dead. Um, and then uh, Philip has to <laughs> grab an axe and cut off mm-hmm. poor Marilyn's uh, hands and feet and head, and uh, and then they put it in a bag and throw it in. In, in Lake Michigan, I'm assuming, uh, and just leave her corpse just pretty much there with the, with the car. Yeah, like, oh, it's so mad. It's like, well, once that's done, it's like, well, we don't need to hold on to the, like, they'll find the body probably. Might as well just leave it here yeah. with the car yeah. and let them have all they, all they want in that regard. Cause well, whatever, like, we got the, we got the things that will make, 
make this person known in yeah. some way. Yeah, we're more <laughs> likely so to horrible. get caught with a headless, handless, footless body in our you know vehicle than yeah. than just a indiscriminate bag. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and, and oh boy, the whole like. The sound is so oh, key in this, oh. as far as like him chopping the the head against the concrete, against the cut because it's like it doesn't go in it for like it goes in. He has to do it again, and then it's like you hear the. It's like okay, it's it's done apparently. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just the way it's just, and like in the midst of this, you get like this minor moment of like a person comes out, and it's like you know they're not going to get caught, but at the same time, it's just like how long do we have to wait silently as all this yeah. is happening? Axe in neck, yes. While this person like goes by and then drives off. Yeah, it was a great moment of tension. Uh, yeah. And it worked, too, because, you know, it's a parking garage. There's going to be people. So I, th- I like the fact that they just didn't assume, like, eh, nobody's coming. Um, but, again, it kind of shows, like, people are mostly clueless, right? Like, they just kind of do their own yeah. thing. They go about their way. They don't pay attention to stuff. Uh, you know, they just kind of, you know, go from point A to point B. And, uh, you know, in today's in today's uh, society, that person would have been just, like, heads down in a cell phone and, you know, the uh, – uh, you know, they could have be, been committing war against each other in that parking garage, and and uh, nobody would have paid attention. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was that was pretty brutal. And Philip just like you could tell every with every swing of the axe, it was breaking him that much more. Like by the end of this episode, and what Philip has had to done, what ha- what Philip's had to do, and I don't think he would have it any other way. But he is a broken ass man at, at the end of this episode. Yeah, this is exactly why he got out of all. This. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it doesn't help that it you know hasn't it was maybe temporarily better, but things haven't gotten better because of it. But it's like, well, yeah, this is exactly what I didn't want to be doing, and here I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right in, right in the, right on the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and in the midst of all this, like Elizabeth is sharing a little more with Philip about what she's doing. Um, you know, she he's asking more, and she's like, "Well, I can't tell you," but she's she's telling him more than she has been up to this point like my you know my impression over the last three years is she's been doing her thing and she hasn't told him jack squat and so now with you know between oleg coming back between him being in the middle of this mission like he's able to get a little bit more information about what it is that she's doing what's well, all like in at the beginning of this episode or beginning of um last episode he confronted her about like because because stan came to him at the end of the la- the previous episode before that about the about the killing of um yeah of Ganali. Yes. And so like Philip has this on the mind in the midst of all the things he's already processing. He has this on the mind. He confronts Elizabeth about that. And so it's like, they're, they're really going at it in all of this. They're kind of calming down now. Cause yeah, they're slowly opening up towards each other as far as what they need to do. And then the next episode obviously gets much further into that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. It's- <laughs> so that, 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 I mean, I, I put this as one of the, I mean, in a season full of outstanding episodes, this to me is like one of the most outstanding episodes of the series. Uh, I, I just, I, yeah, I really, really, really liked it. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of great stuff. It's, it's when these shows get to like finish on their own terms, and it's you, you have everything's like so. There's so much confidence here as far as what they're doing because everyone's so in tune with what they need to deliver on you get a lot of like the best episodes in these final seasons i remember when when mad men was still on it, it was just like coasting on ease because it's like we've we're, we're like a fine-tuned machine at this point yeah. we can have don don and peggy and 
whoever like come in and just deliver just great episodes like one after another because yeah it's that good it's at it's yeah. at that level where it's like you don't need to do much beyond just keep the writing up and that's exactly what's happening here everything's so well done consistently where it's like yeah it's not, we don't have to shake up the show in any way it's not like that we don't have any new showrunners or anything taking us in bold new directions we just have like yeah we have this story that's naturally playing out as it needs to so let's do it let's deliver a, a spectacular sequence involving the the failed attempt to get hard harvest out of here or have stan slowly realize what's going on and start piecing things together it just it's so well yeah it's incredibly effective all the way through on this yeah so that brings us to the summit um and this is this is the episode i really thought things would start feeling like they were getting to the end game a lot sooner and this is the episode I think that really, to me, I'm going to be amazed at how they wrap this up in two episodes because it just seems like there's still so much uh, that that needs to be done. Although by the end, things get a little bit clearer. Um, and I'm curious if if either one of these next two episodes are night like a 90 minute episode. I, I, they have to be. Like I think the, the last, especially the finale. I would the finale, I can't imagine not be, like the. It wasn't like the. The premiere episode, like two hours, so it's of um of the of of season one. Like it's not like it's not new to this. No, show. No, I think like, a lot of long. these like finale premiere bookends are like these ninety minute joints. Yeah. I know that it, even and yeah. FX did that with um like Sons of Anarchy. They did that that a lot. Where they <laughs> I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy, but I was very aware that they had like. They were pushing the limits as far as like how far these extended episodes yeah. need to go. <laughs> like the last season, I think most of those episodes were like ninety seventy to ninety minute episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's nothing. It's not new to FX, but uh, but there's a lot going on in this episode. I mean, a lot of it revolves around Jackson and uh, Elizabeth, where she you know comes back to him and offers you know offers him an internship with the law firm that she quote unquote works for. Um, it's actually it's a huge Elizabeth episode. It really. is like it's as far as much as we have the other characters. Like Paige is barely in this. Henry's not in this, and Fi- even Philip has like very little. He has like like a couple scenes at most. Yeah. Like it's it's and once with Stavos again. Yeah. It's really it's all about Elizabeth and just this journey that she's had from the start of the episode where where Philip like you know basically says you're not acting human and like it gets her just like start to think yes like for the rest of the episode and she does things that are like. Wow, I'm actually seeing a journey of this character that completely makes sense. It doesn't feel like it's just like a new thing. It uh, it happens in a way that's like, yeah, this adds up based off the setup coming before this episode. And he tells her flat off, like, I've been talking to this guy from back home. And she's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? And she's, you could tell, like, she's just getting more and more angry. And he's like, mm-hmm. and Philip lays it out. He's like, this this guy is telling me that, you know, that the people at the center are looking to overthrow Gorbachev and, um, you know, he's trying to prevent that because Gorbachev, he really wants to make things better. He's really looking, you know, to, to, for peace and he, and he wants to, you know, kind of modernize the country and kind of bring it out of where it is. And Elizabeth is just like having none of it. Like she is so pissed at this point that it, cause she asked him, well, what did, what did you tell him? And Phillips, or did you tell him anything? And Phillips said, yes. Um, you know, that basically he's been, he's been spying on her to him. And again, she's just like, she doesn't even know what she starts blaming him. It's like, he he says, well, I wanted to try and talk to you about it. And she's like, well, I know you, Philip, you're stubborn. If you really wanted to talk to me, you would have found a way, which isn't really fair because they're the one, the one episode in particular where he was adamant about needing to speak to her. And she, she just got 
irate with him and, and totally blew him off to go to bed. Um, it's a it's a give and take because yes, I agree with that. Obviously, yes, there is like key moments that we see on screen that show like yeah, these are this is a the situation is so inconvenient as far as what Philip wants to say versus what's not allowed to be said right now. At the same time, just knowing this relationship and knowing Philip and Elizabeth, yeah, Philip is the kind of guy that would find a way to say something. Yeah. And now that it's been a couple months, they're both at fault as far as like not listening to each other because they're both they're having. I mean. This is a show about a marriage. Like, that's what it boils down to. And it's like, this is this very big funk that they're in right now that happens to correspond with, you know, the possible um, destruction of world order if things go different ways or whatnot. So it's, which is, I mean, that's a great metaphor, I guess, for for probably for marriage, I guess, in some way. Sometimes. Wouldn't put it past the the showrunners as far as what they're really trying to get at with all of this. I mean, they certainly found a way to make this relationship play a huge role throughout the series as that's what it's about. So, I mean, yeah, like it, it's, it's on both of them. I think, I mean, it's yeah. more, it's clearly on, on Elizabeth for being so kind of in the zone as far as wanted to be this like spy that could get everything done and be a mom and be a wife at the same time. But like, yeah, Phillip's the kind of guy that probably could have said something at some point. But yeah. Here we are. And then we see where yet another thing goes wrong for Elizabeth, where she goes to the Haskard's house and uh, she finds that Erica is near death. Like Glenn was supposed to be siphoning off a little bit of morphine so that when things got really, really bad, he would basically overdose her and end her life. Um, well, that's what I like. That's what he, he did. He tried he, to do that and then it, it didn't work. Right. Like it was a it was a failed attempt to overdose her to get her out slowly. But then. She developed a tolerance. It didn't work out that way. So now it's going to be way worse. <laughs> yeah. So basically, and so this is like a real weird situation for Elizabeth because she's gotten close to this woman and, you know, the whole art thing comes into play. We saw when she was on the plane in the previous episode that she was drawing, uh, you know, she the was, window. yeah, she was yeah. drawing on the plane. And, um, so she tells Glenn to, you know, go downstairs and, um, and she'll, she, you know, she'll take care of it and she grabs the paintbrush and smother, you know, just kind of like kills her in a way so that there's no obvious struggle so that there's no, you know, again, no, you know, woman had terminal cancer, you know, there's not going to be any, you know, yeah, people aren't going to be really looking to begin with, but anyway, she knows how to do it to where it doesn't draw any suspicion. Um, yeah, despite the attempts to want to keep her alive and make all this work, she happens to also be an expert on death. Yes. So it's it's convenient yes. in that regard. Yeah, and at this point, she knows like, okay, that ship has sailed, right? Like, there's like yeah. the, the, she's not He's, coming back from this, and so and and Haskard's not making any meetings or anything because of all this. So it's like, I, you know, there's 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 no reason to make this this charade keep going. Yeah. But she even she even thinks, okay, well maybe you know we'll figure it out. So she you know goes. Goes down there and says, you know, hey, you need to go upstairs and see her one last time before they come take her. And she's able to, you know, her goal was to bug his briefcase. Um, yeah. but she ends up just taking pictures of documents and, and, uh, stuff that he has and then goes back up. And that's when Haskard says, like, I'm done. I cut, you know, I called, I called in. I told him I'm done. I'm not coming back. Like that, that's it. So she knows that, that, ship has sailed as far as the Haskards go. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, even before that, I was just thinking, it's like, this dude's not going to any nope. meetings. His wife's about to die. Nope. <laughs> like, he's, not, he's, not, he's not going to, some, to the summit right now and dealing with all of this. So yeah. it's like, yeah, she's got to find a new way, which, enter Jackson. Yes. So yeah, we go back to Jackson. She seduces him in every manner possible um, successfully to, uh, to basically sneak into 
the room in, in the State Department that's holding this meeting and drop a box off, um, which he does, and uh, after she sleeps with him. So again, you know, she's which we haven't really seen that Elizabeth in, in a bit, like where she's she's had to seduce, you know, seduce another man like that. Um, especially after last season when Philip and Elizabeth kind of like formalized their marriage for real, like they went to the priest, yeah. and they, you know, kind of re, mm-hmm. you know, kind of re up with themselves. Um, so she does that. And then of course, Jack, well, that's, that's the, th- that's the thing with this whole, the scenario that Philip and Elizabeth are in right now, where she's challenged by Philip as far as acting human. So it's like, what's and like getting so mad at him is like, regardless of have them by the end of this episode where they're probably not going to kill each other uh their marriage is just like torn apart yes. at this point like they're just they're just as far as a relationship goes it is in tatters uh until the end maybe. even if in, we'll, we'll yeah. see yeah i mean there's yeah but uh just the where things are it's like yeah i can see her you know bending a bit on what kind of strategy she need to use to get close to people it's like yeah okay yeah. Like, but one of the things Hasker tells her is Elizabeth before she leaves is to take one of the paintings, mm-hmm. and he's insistent on it. And then we get this scene, almost like comic relief, where Elizabeth takes like the most ridiculously large painting, you know, the biggest painting that she has in her you know bedroom studio, whatever that's that's framed uh, with this canvas, um, and she has to get it in the car, and she's like trying to maneuver this thing, and the whole time I'm like. She's not keeping this damn thing. Like she's she's totally gonna gonna like throw it away or you know b- burn it or whatever. I kept thinking it's like this has to be an act. I can't like see her like not knowing how to put this in the back of her car. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. the way it is it's not necessarily played as much, but I can't I couldn't think of like her doing this like seriously. Yeah. Um, I think it's just more of like her being you know out in the wild in a disguise. Like all right, let me make myself a little more bumbling than I need to yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to get this done. And then yeah, like she goes back to the garage. In my notes, I, I jumped ahead and wrote, "She she resists destroying it." And then nope, she grabs it right back out and destroys it. Like cross that part out. It's like if yep, she burns it, never mind. At first, because they show her taking such care to like pull out the staples, and at first I thought, well, maybe she's gonna roll this thing up and I don't know, do maybe she's not gonna do something with it. And then of course she lays it out. She goes to burn it, and then she's like. No, and then she, you know, folds it up, puts it in the, her little cubby there with with her with her disguise, and then walks away, and then realizes what she's doing. Because again, we've seen where they don't keep any mementos, they don't keep any, you know, nothing, to, you know, like with the food, right? Like he makes she makes Philip take a bite of the food, and then throws it down the disposal. Like there can't be mm-hmm. anything to to link them, and so. Um, she literally burns the, you know, she comes to her senses, goes back, takes the painting out, burns it. So once she did that, my thinking was when Jackson is, when she meets up with Jackson later after the State Department meeting and he looks like a man that's like, Death. yeah, I'm <laughs> yes. like, she is going to kill him. And because, you know, again, she's been on this murder spree, right? Like, you know, every episode she's killing, mm-hmm. she's killing somebody. Um and she just did. She just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of a mercy <laughs> thing, but, but yeah, yeah. nevertheless. Um, but again, after burning the painting, I really thought, okay, this, this guy's toast. Oh yeah. This is, there's no reason not to think that she wouldn't kill this guy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Um, but she softens. So she gets the, she gets the recording and basically tells him, like, you're not cut out for this. You know, you're not cut. You know, you need to go back and basically work for your father as a, you know, I forget what he was. A, 
street paver or whatever yeah he says the concrete company yeah, or something like yeah. so paving paving yeah. i think yeah. but like it's it, it it could yeah it obviously could have went the dark way but like it so fits with this journey she's currently on and even with jackson jackson's basically like kimmy um where they're not exactly you know replacements for the children they have because they don't look a thing like them but you can you can see her like looking at this kid and thinking of her own son that's yeah and just like and there's just the way she's strong arming his you know she's holding onto his arm really tight and just like all these emotions are going through her as far as what she's about to do here because she easily could take out some you know a knife or something horrible (laughs) to just get him really quick and then just dump his body in this alley that she pulled into um or she lets go and she does, and it's like it's a sigh of relief for one yeah. thing. And you see him like run away after he gets out of the car. But it's like, oh boy, this is a, there's so much tension um, in, in these in a lot of these sequences in this episode. And this is one of them for sure. Yeah, and again, I got the whole like she's seeing Henry through, like through Jackson mm-hmm. for for me. Like she's you know she tried to connect with him. It didn't really work too well. She realizes after the argument that she has with Philip, like she's. You know, and just her mood in general, she kind of knows that this is what's going on and then kind of has this moment of clarity and lets him go. Um, and I don't, it's funny, I, I thought about the phone call as being maybe a point of undoing. I don't see this kid as being a point of undoing for them. Like, I think this kid's going to just disappear and, like, that. that's it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely agree, yeah. actually. I don't, yeah, that, that kind of the kid details, like, yeah. I don't think we're going to see any more yeah. of, uh, of, uh, of Jackson Barber yeah, I don't, on the show. I, I don't think he's going to be the unsung I, I think, hero at the end of it. I, I think he's fulfilled his purpose on this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, we find out that Renee uh, has got a job in personnel at the FBI. <laughs> see, not like before. I have no idea what to think about this. I, if this is going to pay off at something like there is. I don't even know if I'll be dissatisfied if she is a spy and it, like the series just ends with her like shooting stand in the head or something. Cause it's like, well, it's been set up. So, I mean, I can't be that mad at it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, it's weird. Cause like as an audience, we're like prone to kind of not necessarily accept everything as is. Um, yeah. and, but I also think the showrunners know that I think they know what kind of, you know, the, the generation of TV that we're in where it's not enough to, put something there and just hope that the mystery holds sound They're like knowing that people are going to wonder if something's up with all of this. So it's like this weird, like, do they know that we know, they know, they know yeah. kind of thing. So it's like, is this really going to, is, is this Renee thing going to turn into it is, or is it just going to be, no, she's just a regular person that wanted a job at the FBI. I, I don't know what to think about I, this. At this. I think point. it'd be really hilarious if, yeah, she turns out to be exactly who she says she is. Like they just end the, end the show with her just like working for the FBI. Everything's great. Like her and Stan get married. Like she was nobody, you know, <laughs> yeah. be, you know, and it served its purpose, right? Cause it kept us guessing. So, uh, so it's pretty funny. Um, so Elizabeth listens to the recording and kind of gets the, Again, it kind of reinforces the purpose of the summit and what Gorbachev is trying to do. They they see him on TV. They see the speech that he gives on TV, uh, Elizabeth and 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 Philip to kind of uh, mm-hmm. you know see where 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 Gor- you know they make a point of of showing all that. Um, it's another one of those classic cast of the Americans watches something that actually happened on yeah. TV moments. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Claudia really makes a bad move because she admits like, oh, yeah, I, I knew all along what was going on. Like I knew 
what your purpose was, you know, with, uh, you know, with your, you know, uh, black hand or whatever. Like she, she basically lets the cat out of the bag. And before, before that, what I really like is, uh, what Paige asked Claude is, you've, do you have your met Gorbachev? Oh, yeah. And just there, there's like a slight pause and then she does. No, like it just there's such like a res- there's almost a resentment to the fact that she hasn't got to and then this you know this young kid's asking her if she's gotten to meet yeah, job yeah. and she has to like admit that nope actually I have not got up there thanks Paige for reminding yeah. me it's just like it's the way that uh, Margo Martindale plays that little bit where it's like that's fun yeah. <laughs> that's that's nice yeah. <laughs> but yeah you, as you're saying yeah she she's dealing out some uh, some information to, to Elizabeth yeah and so again she kind of starts to question what's really going like. Why is it that they don't, you know, cause, you know, throughout the se- the series, the whole Elizabeth whole thing is the, um, we want to keep the balance, right? We want peace. The, you know, the Americans think that we just want war and we just want to do this and that. And, you know, meanwhile, they build all these weapons. They start all these programs. They escalate, they're, they're ramping up their defense. They're building all this stuff up and we need to get information on all this to keep the balance. That's, you know, I think she truly believes that their purpose and their their mission in coming into this country and living here is to keep the balance and not let one side tip it too far over the other. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. so when she sees that her own country is basically saying, "Okay, we give up. Like we're like we we can't keep up with you. Like we can't we can't build weapons and and, and bolster our defenses and still feed our people the way you can in America." And Gorbachev is, is, is coming to that realization and starting to, to want to, you know, make peace. And then Elizabeth realizes what Philip said is true and that there are people that don't want that. It just makes, I think that's where it snaps for her. It's like, wait a minute. I've, you know, now I'm basically being lied to. Like what I believed I was doing and thinking, you know, that, that America is the evil one because they're doing these things. Now it's my own country that's that's doing this to you know, on top of it. And I, as much as I miss Franklin Gill on this show, I'm very glad that it, it ends up being Claudia. That's probably going to be like the main villain they have to deal with sure. by the end of this series, yeah. <laughs> like it's, which is completely fitting given the introduction of. So, uh, where I believe she was what like torturing them for like an entire episode before Elizabeth like beat the living crap out of her. Oh, at yeah, the end. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember that? <laughs> and she has a line. She's just like, just remember your face or something like that too. Like she like really like when she like beats the hell out of her. <laughs> they have not had the best relationship through this series, yeah. but like ever since then, it's been a lot more. It's been better. And then, like, Gabriel came, you know, Frank Ligella came in as Gabriel, and that was, that was wonderful for the time he was on the yeah. show. But, like, he's such a, you know, a good... Actually, I'm very curious where he stands in all of this. But uh, regardless, he's probably... He probably knows. He probably knows the truth, too, <laughs> if I had to yeah. guess. Yeah. But uh, instead, you have Claudia here, who's... Yeah, she's completely saying, like, no, I'm, I'm, there's some orchestration going on, and there's some people that you just don't need to know about that are making these decisions, and that's what it needs to be. And, yeah, here's Elizabeth, like, now that I've now that I've had some time in this episode's journey and think about things like I don't know if I want to be killing this random guy and falsifying my own reports when this, he's actually innocent and all of this right. and whatnot. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting th- you know, the, the the kind of thought process she has to go through and get to arrive at this point where it's like I can't trust the people that are leading me anymore. That's that's it's a great lead to 
I don't know where for these last two episodes, but certainly like it, it's exciting. It's exciting to be in this position yeah, for for sure. Um, and so she, you know, before that though, Stan is starting to put the pieces together. Like they're starting, yeah. they're starting. He's yeah. the wheels are turning more. Like he's literally he goes back. So again, call back to season one, right? Like he goes back to uh, talk to somebody that knew Derek Luke's character, who Elizabeth was involved with professionally and romantically like they were that wasn't just like her work in a source like those two were like yeah, they, uh, they had they had feelings for each other gregory, gregory yeah the, the Derek Luke and then she sees kurt he or stan sees curtis who was like a friend i assume he was in the show i couldn't specifically remember yeah. this guy um and they needed a roy rogers yes. which i I, my, I was watching with my dad he's like roy rogers that has not been around for yeah um, but Stan interrogates him and shows him a picture of Elizabeth the, who, a few years younger and says, hey, was this the woman that Gregory was with? And he's like, eh, yeah, he was with a lot of women. You know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Like he, And so Stan's like, he didn't say no. <laughs> um, but then he comes back out. It's like she smoked like a chimney. He puts that yes. out there and it's like. And which Stan has noticed lately as well. Oh, he noticed all the cigarettes when he was yep. snooping around their house for yep. one thing. But it's like those are words that just there's just doom things for them at this yeah. point. Like it's cause Stan, Stan knows how to play his hunches. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's and he doing. did that after the, all the photos were lined up at the FBI. Cause like, they're like, Hey, these are all the people that have been connected with all this weird stuff that's going on. And, and Dennis even says, these are all one, one person or all different people. Like it's, it's either mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's one or the other. It's not like, Hey, some of these people are, you know, the same and some, and some are not. It's like, yeah, this is either one set of, and, and it's funny because the, 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 Renderings of Philip look nothing like Philip. Um, there's yeah. one of them that maybe kind of, sort of, like if you really stretched, you could maybe see it. Um, mm-hmm. And there's one or two of those of Elizabeth that kind of that look a little bit more like her than the ones of Philip uh, do. And so again, that's what kind of leads Stan back to follow up on this lead with Gregory, and uh, and so that's going on. So then, you know, at the end of the episode, Elizabeth goes back to Philip and says, like, "Hey, I want to meet your guy," um, and then. Like, they're kind of playing coy with each other. Like, Philip's like, you know, well, I'm not, uh, you know, you tell me and I'll, you know, it, it, it's dead drop. So you, you tell me and I'll go meet him and then I'll give, I'll give you the information. And Elizabeth is like, no, I want to, I want to actually talk to him. Cause she, you know, she lets Philip know, like, hey, it's true. Like, this guy, like, this whole summit thing, you know, this, this is legit. Like, they really want to go, go clean on this. And these people are actually, you know, I talked to Claudia and she said that they want to, you know, disrupt, you know, that, you know, that they want to disrupt this and, and everything else. So by the end of this episode, we kind of get the whole coming full circle. And it seems like now Philip and Elizabeth are back on the same page and they're kind of on, they have the same understanding. Like they're not, a, I get the feeling at the end of this episode, they're not quite as, as at odds as they were. Um, yeah. You know, sure. as far as the, the, the professional side yeah, of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like we started this, you know, this, season thinking is is this show making a spy for spy scenario about to happen and yeah now it's more of okay they're they're back on the same page because they know what's happening but i mean relationship wise as i said things are things are not any better yeah, yeah. Um, but and now yeah they have to kind of roll into these details as far as what to do next as far as the mission's concerned um and phil and yeah. philip goes to see stavos and Oh yeah, there's the he goes to stuff. see yeah. Stavos to apologize and basically say, "Look, I know you were with me from the beginning. Like, I let you go, but basically, I gave you mercy because at least you're going to be able to go and 
well, I'm, it sounds like he gave him some severance or whatever, as opposed to every, you know, when I have to can everybody else, like they're just going to get put on the street. And Stavos <laughs> makes a point of saying like, I was loyal to you. I kept all that stuff going on in the back. I never called the police. And it was like, Ooh, mm-hmm. there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. He doesn't know what's going on, but he, he knows knew, something's yeah, he going knew on. There was some shady business, you know, and yeah, he says, I was raised to be loyal. I wrote that yeah. down. And it's like, that's such a good reflection on, on Philip and Elizabeth right now, as far as their own communication with each yeah. other. Uh, so it's like, yeah, that's a, it's a good, if this is the final Stavo scene, great Stavo scene yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. So again, two episodes left. It's all hitting ahead. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I, I watched the like coming next on, uh, so it, it sounds like next week's going to be pretty interesting, and I'll be curious to see how this all this all this all boils down. Because after after this week's episode, I'm really not sure I know where this is going. Um, especially because yeah. I'm assuming we'll get Oleg <laughs> we'll get Oleg in the mix next episode. Um, oh yeah, which will be sure. yeah, yeah, which will be great. It'll be really great to see Philip, Elizabeth, and Oleg working together just because I like the way that, that they each operate. And so with the three of them kind of on the same page, uh, there's going to be some really, I, I think it's just going to be really, really good stuff. Oh, and I like Stan's, uh, he's kind of outside the, he's looking at the house across, he's looking at their house yeah. um, at that point. And like Renee comes in, he's like, I'm just looking at the moon and they show the moon, but then he's just, no, he's just standing there just like, I have this hunch and I know I'm yep. right. Just kind of determination going on in the midst of all this. It's a, uh, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I, I don't know where things are going to go necessarily, but I'm very excited about um, the potential here. Agreed. Well, cool. Any other parting thoughts? No, just looking at my notes, make sure I didn't miss anything I wanted to point out, but no, I think we covered it yeah. all. So, uh, you know, not, only only one casualty on the summit, uh, which was mercy death anyway. So it's like that's a change yeah, of pace. Yeah, in this episode. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we'll uh, we'll be back in two weeks uh, for the grand finale. Jim will be back with us, so we'll make sure we you know pick a day to uh, unless something crazy happens yes. next week. We're like we yes. can't we can't wait. <laughs> we need to, we need to get into this. Yeah. Now. No. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. So yeah, keep keep uh, keep an eye out on the feed because yeah, like yeah, Aaron said if if. Especially with Jim being off this week, so yeah, something really insane happens next week, and our schedules aren't all jacked up. We'll uh, we'll, Try to, you know, we'll make hop it on. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, uh, and stay tuned to the feeds uh, for more episodes of this and uh, fear fear the Walking Dead TV podcast. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.